What's up, everybody? Yo. What's up, y'all? Hey, I got to warn you, what? Whitney. So I got up early, Uh-oh. went to Coffee House to work on some things, Yeah. and I ordered a coffee. And you actually drank it? Yeah, I actually drank it. I'm not a coffee guy. No. But like we were, we had meetings late last yeah, night. Yeah, we didn't get home so till after night. I was like, I need some of that go-go juice. Uh-oh. And so I feel a little tingly this morning. <laughs> like that? I, I feel <laughs> a little, like- yeah, I feel like a little bit of uh, awkward intensity <laughs> in my veins. <laughs> It, good. It's good because I, you're not already an intense person, so I'm sure yeah. the conversation will just well, be great. I'm right? not a caffeine guy. No, I just kind of run on my own, my own energy. Your own juice, and, yeah. But so this morning I have this little. Uh, you have your your regular energy. What is? <laughs> I feel like trusting on nitrous a little bit today. Hey, it's tr- the trusting of more. The trusting of more. Hey, I love it. There was this one time uh, I was preaching at my home church in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And it was like a bucket list thing, like church I grew up in. And so I'm nervous as a champ. Like I'm nervous. And so this is, I don't know, how many years ago? Four or five years ago? Probably four, I think. And so like I woke up super early that morning before I went and preached and I went to Starbucks and I don't drink caffeine ever. And so I ordered like a red drink. Like I ordered like a frou-frou, not a coffee. But they had caffeine in it? The big one. And I don't know that it has caffeine in it. And so I drank the whole thing. (laughs) This gigantic drink. And man... I went straight crazy. <laughs> I was like on the front row. Hello, my name is Tristan, and I used to go to church here, and I'm so excited, <laughs> and I can't I believe preached, I get to be here. And I say to Rachel, I was like, something is happening to me. I don't <laughs> think this is the Holy Spirit. Bro, it takes me a lot of coffee now to get to where I think you feel right in this moment. The more, the, I feel like <laughs> the more. A, a man man of more. Uh, I'm just nobody, Whitney, if I don't have at least a cup in the morning, so. <laughs> but, okay. that's good. So, uh, what's up, everybody? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. We forgot we were on a podcast. Yeah, welcome. We're glad that you're joining us for the tug of more. We're just two friends that's right. that have worked together for men over a decade to talk about how we have always felt this tug that God has more right. for us. But there's always like a tension of it because there's yeah. where you are, where you want to be. And like, it's a fight and struggle. So how do we get there? What do we do? There's a lot we have to navigate. Yeah. And so we just talk about the issues that come up. Kind of, we talk about them as they come yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> and so I want to talk today about having a mentality towards more. Okay. The mentality of more. Yeah. Because sometimes we can just get stuck in the suck. We get stuck. stuck. We get stuck in the like, man, this sucks. We get stuck in the the, lame. Yeah, lame in the lame of like, this is hard. So I'm just going to hang out here. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. How many 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 are we going to do? do? (laughs) And so we get stuck in this place. Yeah. And we can lose the like, yeah, the momentum, the belief. uh, The belief. Yeah. The The belief that mm, there's more. Right. We just get stuck in the like, well, this is what it is. It's just going to be this safe. It's just going to be in this place. Right. Sometimes and it is. You've got be- to have a mentality that yeah. God has something. No, bigger. it's true. I think that this last season of life, a lot of people feel like, man, this world this we're living in, it's just the way it is. So right. what am I even going to try for? Or sometimes your circumstances, maybe where you grew up, you don't always, I know for me, like moving our family to Dallas for me was a great thing that, cause I'm from Oklahoma and mm. I, 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 you can laugh. Texas, Texas is hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma. It's the hat of Texas. The hat of Texas. And, you know, moving here. You people, know why Texas oh doesn't God. fall off into we the have, Gulf? 
Why? Because Oklahoma sucks. <laughs> Have you ever heard that one? <laughs> no, no, never. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. No, but so you moved from Podunk. But this is Oklahoma. the thing. So in my mind, like we where we lived was Tulsa. It's a city. It's a real place. People would be like, "You have teepees and like, well, you know, ride horses to school." I'm like, "No, it was a city." Teepees. But however, however, uh, even though. The city of Tulsa we moved to, we moved to the city of Mansfield. Mansfield was significantly smaller. Yeah. The, the uh, what is it? The Metroplex that we yeah. are in is ginormous. The DFW. In fact, the other day you showed me a map that DFW is bigger than like how many states? It was a lot. I don't know, 30. There's there's higher population density in DFW than in like 30 of the states. Like, yeah, 30, 35 states. It was something crazy. Yeah. And so... What I re realized, though, for my kids as they've been growing up here instead of where I grew up is they're able to have a mentality of more yeah. because there is more here. Yeah. And I think sometimes we get stuck in not having a mentality of more, maybe because we haven't ever been through more. We haven't seen more. We haven't envisioned more. Right. And so it's important that we step ourselves into more and give ourselves a mentality. The mentality is the part that gets you there. I didn't know there was things that I could do where I grew up. Right. I didn't know there was dreams and jobs and different things that now my kids are like, they have a plethora of like ideas about what they could do and where they could go. Yeah. What is what is the mentality of more that I want in my life? How do we get there? Yeah, well, we have to position ourselves yes. somewhere to see something beyond beyond where we are. Yeah. So like in its simplest form, if you like grew up in the jungle, right? Like yep. if it, you know, like you see this every once in a while, like, you know, born with, or raised with wolves or right. like there's <laughs> like someone, Tarzan. yeah, like Tarzan right. is like the only thing he's ever seen is like trees and bushes and right. rivers and stuff. Right. And then they come into this new world. You drop them in the middle of New York City. Yeah. Their mind is their mind is blown because yeah. they're seeing things that they've never seen. What's that movie? It came out uh, when we were kids. They were digging a pool in their backyard and then they found a caveman. Yep. In the, uh, in the in the earth can we google this they're definitely not gonna who's know. the real he's like he's brandon frazier yeah he used to be like real handsome i don't know what happened to him let me just look right anyways now. what is the name of that movie i'm gonna look it up and so like they they find this caveman in the ice as they're taking this pool in their backyard and he comes back like, he comes back to life and like now this caveman who george is now of the jungle no yeah he, no that's brandon frazier but it was not in george oh. of the jungle Encino Man. Encino Man. There it is. Encino Man. I don't know what it's rated, so be careful, kids. But Encino Man, this caveman is now alive. He's never seen it's a rated skateboard. PG. Okay. Except I've been watching some PG, like old school movies with my kids, and they let a lot of things go in PG back in the 80s and 90s than they do now. So be careful, kids. Anyways. Go, yeah, sorry. That's my fault. <laughs> the caveman is now living in a modern world. And his mind is blown. Yeah. And I think that sometimes what can happen no, this is, is we only look at what we've been looking at. Right. We only if you look only at. you only do what you've always done, you'll only get what you always got. Right. right? But but the, the <laughs> precursor to that is if you only look at what you've been looking at, yeah. you can only have vision. Come on. For what you've seen. It's true. And so, so if you uh, own a small business. Right. Man, go and schedule a meeting with someone who has that same business, but it's great bigger. Right. If you're a teacher, but you want to become a better teacher, yep. go and sit in an environment where you can hear teachers teaching at a, at a different right. level. Like we have to expose ourselves for the, for the more mentality because it's really easy to just focus on the problems of where you currently are. 
Right. So like for me, I could spend every day looking at my lack. Right. I could spend every day looking at what I don't have. But instead, if I would go and look at what could be, it expands my vision. So we at Living Church just a few years ago had very low tech. Very low tech. We uh, are, are the back of our auditorium wall was literally covered in pallet boards. Yeah, not cool wood wall like this. No, pallet boards. Yeah, like Texas country. Yeah, and so (laughs) I was like, man, we need to take a step up into some tech. Yeah. And so we went and toured a couple other churches Mm -hmm. who had done that. Right. And I'm telling you, I never seen nothing like it. We went into these back rooms at some of these mega churches, and they've got rooms set up that look like they could launch the space shuttle. Yeah. They got like multi-levels and computer screens and they got cameras like flying by wires in the ceiling. And I walked around there like, what in the junk kind of technology yeah. uh, acrobats do they have going on in here? But that helped us yeah. take some take some steps. Why? Because we exposed ourselves. Right. No, we, we talked about it in our episode, I don't know, that yeah. every year, uh, episode called I don't know, not that I don't know what the episode was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Every year we do that. We intentionally put ourselves, put our feet in exposure of more yeah. because we believe that's that's what will grow our mentality. Yeah. What was great about that experience was, yes, seeing bigger and knowing we could get there, but then asking some questions and learning that they were running those with volunteer teams. In oh, our yeah. mind, when we first got there, we were like, oh, well, we're far from this because we can't hire this many people. Right. And they were like, oh, we don't hire. We have one guy and then everybody yeah. else is volunteers. Yeah. And we were like, oh, if they can do that, then we can do that. For and sure. so the, the more mentality is not just bigger and greater, but it's learning yeah. how to do bigger and greater, even in your context, how to apply where you are today, where you want to go and the steps to get there in, in between. Yeah. No, it's so good. They're not hiring Pixar. employees every week they don't have imagineers from disney right they just have good old boys and faithful girls who will learn it and figure it out because if we watch it from a distance we only think well that's so big and so grand we can't get there yeah but if we put ourselves in the exposure it helps us go oh i can achieve this oh i want to achieve it i can't maybe be there yet today yeah but i'm gonna get there step by step so the challenges of keeping that mentality are what what are the challenges? Well, one thing you talk about a lot is getting comfortable. Okay. We don't want to get comfortable, but sometimes we get comfortable and, and more is harder. It is harder. More is harder. Yeah. Every what did time. You, what did you say? We're just hanging out in the, what'd you say? I don't know. You We're said stuck, stuck in the suck. Stuck in the suck and hanging out in the whatever. It's like, but, but the harder is better. It gets us to more. And right. so if we get comfortable. It's like, well, I don't want to do it hard again. Yeah. Or, or I don't want to fight through more, but no, we need to. And. I think that's one of the pieces. What do you think? No, yeah. Something that's super hard is to is to change your mind. Yeah. Like it's real hard to challenge to challenge yourself because anytime you're trying to step into more, you have to let go of what you were in. Right? You have to like mm-hmm. you have to let go of what was to get what's about to be to and so a mentality of more mm. means that you have to be able to stop some things you have to be able to kill some sacred oh, cows so good and so like in the church world yeah right no. like every church in the when 70 in the in the 50s right had an organ on stage no right but like they had to let go of the organ to get the keyboard right but then they had to let go of the keyboard to get the guitar right then they had to let go of the guitar to get the electric and so there's like a, a progression of 
we have to be able to let go of what used to work. We can't be sentimental. God. That's why I've been, that's why I'm like, Ugh! we were just talking about this yesterday. Yeah. That our sentimentality, because you and I both. Sentimentality. Are sen- I don't know if that's a word, but it's a good one. I think it is, but our sense. Our sentimentality, uh, we're sentimental people. Like yeah. we love people, we love what God lets us do. We love uh, the journey, all those things. And so, like we can hold on to the past sometimes just because we're sentimental, and and it yeah. makes us feel good. It's nostalgic. It's yeah. sweet. But more is better. And like I remember our first house. I remember I can see it right now. I yes. can I can picture myself in the living room, my son rolling over when he's four months old, and now he's in college. Oh. Like. Yeah, but if we still lived in that same house, we would have never changed all kinds of things in our right. lives. Yeah, and it can be easy to not want to go into more. Yeah, because it's comfortable, but also because we're real sentimental. Yeah, yeah. I have to have Rachel be the one to throw away the kids' toys. Yeah, or sell them or whatever. Yeah, because no, right? That's like, funny. Aaron's the same because I'm just like, <clears throat> but but this one. I remember like when we got Titus this truck. Yeah. And like when we played with it, when we took it to the park and when we, yeah. and now it's got a busted wheel and the dump truck bed right. falling off. And I'm like, no, but let's put it in a, sh- on a shelf. Right. Let's put it in a, no, it's good taking up space. Right. What was that lady's book? Marie Kondo. What was it called? I don't know, but we're pulling references. People don't have no idea. <laughs> no, it's Marie Kondo. I think Maury, Con- Marie, Marie, Marie Kondo. That's what I'm doing. You are blending, not the father. <laughs> blending those two. She was the one who like was like the organization lady. And she would say, you would read the book and it would say, um, if you look at an item and it doesn't bring you joy, then throw it away. But the problem was they all brought me joy because well, they all had like a memory or something attached to them yeah. or something associated with it. And I'm like, this is not a good thing for me. Well, this is what they say on hoarders. Yes. You seen hoarders? Yes. They just got their whole house full of they got like pooping in bags right. and stuff and keeping it like no. This is not valuable. Why are you holding on to this? So good though. But because we, that's we what hoard, we do. We hoard our ideas and our yeah. We so. hoard our systems. Yep. We hoard what was. We're unwilling to throw it all in the trash and try again because we're like, man, but we've been doing it and it was so good. You remember Jimmy and the story and how that worked for him and all the pieces and why it was so good. But it's not the same today as it was yesterday. She's not talking about you, Jimmy. We got oh, a, I got a good friend Jimmy. in church. His name Sorry. is Jimmy. <laughs> Just any Jimmy. <laughs> I, uh, I had a church bring me in to do some consulting. Yeah. And, uh, and so while I'm there, the first thing that I did was like, give me the building tour. Take me around. Show me some of the things for going to church, <laughs> which is just the most uh, <clears throat> and you need to know all you can know when you walk through someone's building. Yeah, and so I get to their like uh, their like uh, info center or whatever yeah. in the in the lobby, and I've never seen so many papers and flyers and cards and things in my whole life. Yeah, they had eight different women's things. It's not a great big church. Right. Eight different women's things, 10 different men's things. They're like passing out turkeys and like got a food donation thing and they like got free clothes and they got a program for this and and they got sidewalk signs. They got literally every ministry that you could ever think of over the sun, but the church can't grow. Right. Their finances are struggling. They're having issues everywhere. Do you know why? Because they, they, they would not let go of what used to work. So good. It's really good that you the, that you used to do right pass out turkeys right in your community right or that you used to do sidewalk Sunday school or that you used to do I don't Royal Rangers right Royal Rangers like Christian Boy Scouts <laughs> it's really good that we used to do those things right 
back in the day. Remember the other day we saw someone asking on a like a leaderboard yes. uh, that they have a bulletin, bulletin board. board where they let people put announcements. I'm like, brother, put your announcements right here on the internet. But but, but we get scared. Yeah. We get scared that if we make a change mm-hmm. that somebody's going to get upset okay, about it. Okay, let's talk about it. We have a great example. What is it? We used to pass out programs, remember? In yeah. our church. Are you coming after me? Are you coming at me with this one? No. You should. Oh, okay. But, <laughs> but I was going to give you the attaboy because I know you didn't want to. Well, but okay. But you said yes. Okay. So I, I didn't was want not, to. Right. I was sentimental. I was not, but I made the shift. Yeah. So tell them So the story. we would, man, every week we would print these programs that had all the announcements of what was happening. But then we had an app and a website and Instagram and Facebook. And that had all that's happening. Right. And so, uh, we had a conversation about it um, where we were like, hey, we're spending X amount of money on printing. A bunch. A bunch of money, yeah. A bunch of money. Cutting to- them, printing them, time, Se- energy, people, yeah. editing every week, all the pieces. And then after service, yes. we were doing four services. After four? Uh, maybe, maybe we cut them when we were still in we three We were probably services. in three. After service, our ushers have to run around and like prep Pick the them room. Because they're all crinkled. And-, and they're throwing away handfuls. Yeah. Of programs. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, we were, we were literally throwing away buck because they'd say the date and like all the, you know. And so we, you were like, no, because there are people who like them. Yep. And sometimes we don't want to make a change because of like the three people who really like it the way they like it. Right. And so we were like, okay, well, can we do this experiment? Can we count for you how <laughs> many we give away on a Sunday, actually give away to people who actually want them? Not just end up in the trash. And you're like, yeah, do it. So we did. Yeah. And we found out that we were giving away two a week. No, <laughs> oh, is that all? Yeah. I, I thought yes. it was. I thought I was going to say twelve, but yeah. I think it was two. Your mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mom was taking them and putting them in like a good scrapbook of my life or something. <laughs> Into the box that yeah. she'll give you in a few years of yeah. the things she stored of you. Yeah. Yeah. And and so we just had to stop doing programs. And you were like, I don't want to do it because what if there's some people who need it? Yeah. But we were like, yeah, but there are new ways and we can teach them new ways Yeah, and they can learn too. And those the, few people, they're smart. They're, we, we, we don't, we don't think that people are smart enough. We don't think they'll make the jump, but right. they will. And but, so they did. But the program, printing a program and passing out the bulletin, the bulletin, right? <laughs> it is hindering the better form of communication. Correct. Because what we would do is we would say like, well, just put that thing in the program. Right. And we thought that this was an effective form of communication. But until we killed the program, we weren't able to start using the app and the website and social media and announcements and all the things, life groups, right? all the things in the way that they should do. So if you don't get rid of the organ, you can't have the electric guitar. It's super good. It's super good. And the same is true no matter what your business is. We ta- we met with a business owner yesterday yep. who said that he'd been leading his organization for a really long time and he'd been doing it literally since like he was, he owns a drywall company and he'd literally been doing it since he was hanging drywall yeah. like, and carrying it in the back of his van. Yeah. And he said, you know, our business has grown by millions of dollars yeah. in revenue Huge. over the last several years. And he said, I finally had to learn that my son understands spreadsheets. He understands systems. He knows things in a way I don't know them. Yeah. 
And he said, I'm fearful because I'm letting it go to him. Yeah. I, I, I'm anxious because he's my son and I love him. And is this too much stress for him? Yeah. He's like, but in order for our organization to grow, we had to change everything. Yeah. And the truth is, I believe for him and that business in the next two, two three years, he's going to see exponential growth. Yeah. Not just double growth, but exponential growth for because sure. he was willing to make a giant shift. Yeah. And we have to do the same thing in all of our organizations, structures, even in our homes. Mm -hmm. For us, we've had to take different seasons of life to go, hey, this isn't working anymore. The way we've always done it is just not going to work. Now we have to do it this way. As your kids get older, like the way the family runs, it doesn't run the same way anymore. Yeah. From bedtimes, like bedtimes have to change when they get older. Yeah. My, my son does not take a nap anymore in the middle of the day. He can't. That would be absurd yeah. if I was like, lay down for two hours and have some quiet time. Here's some warm milk. <laughs> right. <laughs> Super weird. Get your blankie. Right. But it, but we laugh about that, but we do the same thing in our businesses, in our life, in our mentality. In our in our marriages. Yeah. In our homes. Right. We just keep on doing the same the same, same stuff. stuff. And we have to shake it up. So Okay. <laughs> Exposure. Yep. Uh killing the sacred cow. Yeah. Killing killing yep. what was. But then there's a piece that we have to just believe. Yep. That like we can do it. Yeah. Believe that it's possible. That there is so like, actually more. Something I've started saying uh, more consistently lately mm -hmm. is that Living Church will have 10 campuses. Yeah. I'm just starting with 10 campuses. Right. <laughs> but we only have one right now. Right. And like and I've we've never only had one for like almost 11 years. Yeah. And so like I don't actually know how to do that. Right. No, I have people in my life that I can talk to and they know how to do that. I have a close mentor. They have five campuses. Right. I have another good friend that they have two campuses. Right. I've, we, there are people out there. Craig Rochelle has 986 campuses, right? Right. And so not really, but I a whole know, bunch. A lot. I'm saying it's possible. And so we just have to believe yep. that we can actually, actually do it. Yeah. But sometimes we look at what we've got and what we currently know and the only thing hindering us is our own belief in ourselves. Yeah. No, it's true. I, it's our own belief in ourselves. And then sometimes it's not getting over the hurdles of yesterday hmm. of like knowing like maybe we have failed before or maybe we've had a hard time before. Maybe we dreamed for something and didn't achieve it. But just because we failed once doesn't mean we can't believe for more again. Maybe yeah. we maybe we walk through disappointment, hurt. I don't know. I, I, we shared about it the other day that Aaron and I walked through a financial season that was hard. And then we got out of the financial season because in that financial season, it was like, just survive. How do we pay the bills? How do we make it happen? Once we got out of that season though, we realized that for like a couple of years, we were just kind of still spinning our wheels. Yeah. We hadn't created new vision for our future because I think we were fearful. Well, we lost it before. Yeah. So maybe if we dream about it, we might lose it again. No, mm -hmm. we got to speak to what we want. We got to yeah. call it out. You know, the Bible says there's life and death in the power of our tongue. Yeah. So like call what you do all the time. And the thing about it is you're not afraid to be wrong. And people are afraid yeah. to be wrong. You're yeah. speaking 10 campuses, but you don't know what God has. He might call us one day uh, to shift and buy an amphitheater. Right. Or, or uh, what's it called? Not an amphitheater. Uh, yeah. Uh, stadium. 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 Sorry. Amphitheater's outside. I was like, I'm not being outside. Watch out. Watch out. Uh, what's that? What's the one where we went to the monster truck thing? 
Oh, yeah. Uh, the Dickies Arena. Dude, hey, Dickies Arena. G- Let's go. In the future, what's up? And so I'm like, but you, if God if God told you to, and led you to do that in that season, you would not be afraid to say, well, I've been saying 10 campuses, so nope, we're not doing that. Right. You are like, I'm going to speak out what I believe God's saying. Yeah. I'm going to speak it out. And I'm and if, it, if I don't hit the mark, exactly fine. But it gets me closer to where I'm going. Yeah. What? Yeah, no. We've got to we've got to speak it out. We've got to believe that more is even possible. Right. That, and like we don't always know the exact right step. Right. But we can hinder ourselves. Yeah. What you're saying is that we, if we said it, we can hinder ourselves to think that that's all that it is. Yeah. Or or we're too afraid to say it because what if I'm wrong? Yeah. No, just say it. Speak out what you believe, what you see. We only have the context that we have. Yeah. We only have where we are right now. Yeah. We would we didn't know uh two years ago that we'd be taking our church back to set up and tear down. You didn't know that. <sighs> Man. But you spoke out some things about what we will be and who we will we will never stop creating more space for more people. Right. Those goals, those visions, those words you spoke out, those are the things that allowed that when we decided yeah. to uh to do that, that we had already been saying it. We'd already been saying that we would never stop making more room. Well, yeah. if we didn't, we didn't know this was the context, but because of that, it was like, well, this is what we do believe because we've been saying it. Yeah. The Bible says that we have to write it down and make it plain. Right. So the herald can run with it. Right. So that somebody, that the people can carry the vision and, right. and declare what it is. But we have to say it. You know the reason that Jesus didn't show up on earth right after Adam and Eve sinned? is because God was in heaven waiting for prophets to prophesy that he would come. God was waiting for people to speak out crazy stuff. Right. Speak out crazy stuff. He's about to be born of a virgin. He's about to do all these things, never break a bone. He's about to be born here and have a father from here. God was waiting for men and women to say crazy things on earth. Yeah. So that it could actually happen. Right. God God can't do what you won't speak out. Right. No. It, it, he's he's limited by our faith. No. He's right. limited by us calling it what it is and believing it in our heart. And so we have to have a mentality of more. Right. Uh, if we if we don't, then we are we are stuck. We well, we also say what we loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Like, yeah. and that's true. As we declare it, then God's like, okay, I can do it. And like, also knowing that we're people that are, uh, what's the word? strong i know the word but i don't want to say the word uh like tough enough strong enough willing enough to just step out and do these crazy things gritty enough that's a good one come on pastor whitney (laughs) what don't try to say balls (laughs) it's true he wants us to be ballsy enough to step out and do some stuff but nobody will do it (laughs) right that's what i'm trying to say i was trying to not say but yeah it's a podcast whatever i'm saying it yeah but it's true because some people you're just it's scary it's 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 crazy yeah, it's to crazy. say things like that. It makes but no yet, sense right. to have 300 people in your church and say, we're going to be the gateway church of South DFW. Right. It's embarrassing. Right. <laughs> no, it's not embarrassing. No, yeah, it is. Well, it's crazy. It's but scary. It's- it doesn't It doesn't make any sense. But if you won't have a mentality of more, you're, you're never going to get no. there. I think that something that challenges uh, us from having a mentality of something bigger is that we we settle into this uh, mindset of lack? Yep. A poverty mindset. Yep. So remember, I know we're talking a lot of Bible this one. That's okay. Uh, so if it's you're a, if context. you're a viewer and you're not like down with God, hey, 
come on, he loves you more than you can imagine. That's true. And so this is what we've built our lives on, and we've yeah. seen God be faithful time after time. Yeah, no, well, for sure. Well, so remember when uh, God told Moses, yep. I have a promise for you. I have this land. It's about to be incredible. We're about to hook you the junk up. Right. And so Moses is ready to go into this new thing, but then they get there, and they send us some spies to go check out the land, and they see a bunch of giants. Right. A bunch of big armies with walled cities, and... 10 of the 12 spies that went into the land say, we can't do it. Right. They brought back like the, the prosperity of the land, grapes and like right. honey milk and, and, honey and milk and, and all these things. things. And they bring it back and Moses is sitting there like looking at the promise right before him. Right. But he listens to fear. Mm-hmm. He listens to lack. Right. He thinks there's no way that we can go up against these armies. Right. He just saw God. Part the sea, Part the sea and walk through it. And and not only that, but then kill the army of Egypt. Right. He just saw God do it. Right. He didn't have a sword in his hand no. and God did it. But yet he was afraid that, that they couldn't do it. And we get this poverty mentality. Right. We get this like, we can't do it. Because the what? truth is, right. You can't do it. Right. But God can. Right. If he's called you to it, we just have to have a mentality of more. So you know what Moses did? What? He spent his whole life wandering. Oh, yes. He spent the next... 39 years till he died. It's true. Never made it into the promise. Moses died outside of the promised land, and then they carried his bones into the promised land when Joshua conquered Jericho. Right. And I don't want for God to have to wait for the next generation to do what I wasn't ballsy enough to do. Right. No, it's true. Even if even if we failed somewhere along the way, oh, well, we're going to keep failing, but we, we're going to keep winning. Correct, right? Yeah. Because even in the failure, it gets us to the next right step of yeah. where we're going. Yeah. And so, like the the fear is the failure that that people are afraid of. Yeah. Of like, and so it's easier. It's easier to have a small mentality okay. because it's 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 comfortable and it's doable in our strength. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to do something I can do myself. Like I want to do something big that only a God can do through me because that's the miracle. That's the story. Like that's, what's great. So if somebody's watching and, uh, they are being challenged to have a mentality of more, what do they need to like, what do they need to do? You know how the Bible, again, the Bible talks about having faith like a child. When yep. we were kids, we had dreams that we weren't afraid to say that were crazy. Oh, man. I was about to be an astronaut and a monster truck driver right. and a WWF wrestler right. and the president if I wanted to, if, if you, I had time if to do it. Time for it. No, but it's really, true. like, this is what kids, yeah. this is what kids are going to do. And we aren't afraid then to dream big and right. to say things. And so ask yourself, what, when did you stop? Like, what, hmm. what stopped you from, from, Dreaming big again. Yeah, that's great, 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 great question. And then pay attention to that. And when did it stop? Yeah, it probably stopped around some hurt. Absolutely. It probably stopped around some insecurity. Some people's like, voices. Yeah, yeah. Some people started talking smack and saying what you weren't. Or maybe and when we, you we start looking at what we aren't compared to what God says we are. Yeah. And we lose our mentality of more. Yeah. And so you said, write it down, make it plain. And that's, I mean, for me, that's what I've had to do in lots Mm -hmm. of seasons of life. I wasn't ready yet maybe to speak it out to anyone else, but I was going to write it down and make it plain to myself to know that like, okay, this is who God says that I am. This is what he's called me to be. This is the more that I want for my life. And then um, once you've written it out, then you need to share it with somebody else. And I think, yeah, you got to pay attention to when did I stop and why did I stop? And then again, 
We talk about emotional health all the time. You got to deal with that junk. Yeah. You got to deal with it because you're never, you're going to, even if you can get to there, then it's going to stop again if you haven't dealt with why yeah. you felt that pause in the first place. And then start dreaming for real. Hmm. Start putting yourself in places. I'm telling you, us putting ourselves in places, they're not even always church places. No, dude. We, just... took, we went up to Disney World last this last summer yeah. with our family. And just the idea of seeing how they do what they do, the excellence of what they do, the, yeah. the magic that they create yeah. Yeah. It is such a great piece for us that we've been able to hold on to in our, in our context to go, oh, there's more we can do here. <sighs> what? No, something you said made me think. Uh, and if Rachel is here, she would tell the same yeah. story. So I'll, I'll yeah. tell it on my wife's behalf. <laughs> This is not my wife. This is my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Did we know? <laughs> if you're new. If you're new. <laughs> so Rachel grew up in poverty. Yeah. Not just like kind of poor, like poverty, didn't yeah. have food. Like they had to pray that God would send a chicken and a chicken would walk down the street right. and they'd eat the chicken in Mexico. Like yeah. poverty, poverty. Then got to America and it was just as bad. Seasons yeah. of homelessness. And so when Rachel and I first got married... Uh, we, I, I had already bought a house Yeah, and she moved into this tiny house. It was the smallest house I had ever lived in, Right, but it was the nicest house she had ever lived right. in. Right. Then, uh, you know, we got married and people bought us like dishes and stuff, yeah. you know, for like your wedding presents. Yeah. And Rachel said, these are the nicest dishes I've ever had. Right. This is the nicest toaster I've, I've ever had. Yeah. This is the nicest refrigerator I've ever had. Right. And so for our whole marriage, Rachel has had to push her mentality right. of more. Right. Because then we moved into our next house. That was the nicest house she'd ever right. lived in. Now we live in our house and our house is we live in a neighborhood. We have 2500 square foot house. Right. We don't have we're not living on some you know you're not state. Living, you're not living at Babylon yet. We're not living at Babylon. And so uh it's coming. <laughs> but it's only going to come. It's only going to show up if we can move past our good enough right mentality. Good enough is not enough. Good it's enough not. is not what God has. And right. so I'm saying that to say like, sometimes we find ourselves in this new season of more and then we just stay satisfied with yeah. that. Yeah. And God doesn't give us more just so we can have a bigger house or bigger car, bigger bank account. He gives us more for his purpose. No, right. No, for, it's... for his purposes, right. for what he wants to do. But we have to be willing to throw the the old dishes out to get the new dishes in the cupboard. No, it's true. Because they were the best dishes Rachel ever had that we got after a wedding. But yeah. guess what? The dishes that we have now, she likes more. Right. No, right. We have to be able to sell the old house and sell the old table and trade out the old things for the new thing. And 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 then walk from that into the next. Like and that's and that's it, it's not easy. Right. But um because what if we get there and we don't like it? What if we get there and it's not what we were hoping yeah. for? What if we get there? But the truth is once we learn to do that, then we can go, okay, well, if I don't like it, guess what? I keep going yeah. and I find more. And uh, man, it's a great it's a great analogy and you're right. And I think for people who maybe have been in those seasons, the other thing Rachel talks about is, is being able to be around other people who had that mentality to push her into more is what's helped her yeah. step into it. And so if you find yourself kind of stuck in a smaller mentality, push yourself, yeah. get around some people yeah. who, who believe in more and, and, and just, just sit and listen to the conversation. Yeah. Just be a part of dreaming. Don't shut it down. So yeah. often we get insecure. And so we're like, that's dumb. I mean, how many people have told us that our dreams are dumb? 
Yeah, lots. A lot. <laughs> Even myself sometimes. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, but don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. And then leave that circle and find a new circle and yeah. like let yourself be in a circle of people. The fact that we believe in more together, that mm -hmm. we're pushing for it together, that our families are running into it together. Yeah. It makes the journey a lot easier yeah. because at yeah. least we're not alone in the more and in the it's fight. True. And yeah, having people that will push push you towards more instead of hold you into what was. No, it's true. Sometimes people want to keep you where you were because they know where they stand with you there. Right. Hmm. No, it's true. Because they're they're allowed access. Right. There. Yeah. Yeah. And and so just the other day we were in a really hard conversation, a really hard uh moment and we were both like, I'm glad you were there at least with me in it. Yeah. And so like it's not <clears throat> but the only way we found oop, this circle was by stepping out of other circles. Yeah. And so step out. Yeah. So we have to let go of what was. Right. Whatever that Get was. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Then we have to expose ourselves to new things. Mm -hmm. We have to get a new perspective of yep. what of what could be. Then we've got to write it down, make it plain, yep. build the vision. Right. We've got to find a circle of people that will push us into more. Yeah. And we've got to conquer the fear that if we let go of what was, God's going to bring us into what was. What yeah. is? We've let go of fear. Right now, our building is for sale. Yeah. Our Matlock building that yeah. we own, and I'm terrified to yeah. sell it because it's safe here. Right. We did. We made it. It's we used to not have a building. Now we have a building, and now we're about to sell our building. Right. This is stupid. Right. This is not smart. We should just play it safe. Yeah. We should just keep what we got. But if we keep what we got, we'll always have it. But that's not more. Right. And so, you know, there's a lot more that we want. Yeah, it's comfortable. Our team can be here, but they don't have their own offices. Yeah, yeah. our church can meet here, but not in one service. Like there's all these <laughs> different caveats to it. And so we, yeah, we have to let it go. Sometimes more is even a step backwards for a moment. Yeah, it's true. So like right now we're filming a uh, tug of more at our Matlock building. Yeah. But if we sell the Matlock building, no, when we right, sell the right, Matlock that, building, yeah. And whose garage are we filming it? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know where God has. I don't know the next step right. yet. God knows the next step. And the next step might feel backwards. Right. But it's not. It's a setup for yeah. success. No, it's because he's going to propel us in, into more. Sometimes it takes longer than you think it will. Mm -hmm. You can't have a microwave mentality. You have to have a more mentality. And I yeah. think we'll talk about a microwave mentality on maybe our next episode or in a, here in a few Let's because, uh, it does take more to get to more. Yeah. It takes time, but you got to believe for it. You yeah. got to speak it out. It's yeah. so good. Microwave mentality. That's yeah. good. No. Man, love you guys. Uh, we want to engage with you. So ask questions, comment, right. send us DMs. Uh, we just got a question from, uh, well, we had a couple. We had a question from a pastor the other day who he was like, hey, speak to my situation. So we yeah. just shot him a custom video, yep. sent it to him, answered the question. Yep. Let us know how we can best serve and be a part That's right. of you. We want to be on your tug team helping you pull into more. That's right. Yep. Love y'all. See, See you ya. next time.